Boss Man Show. It's the time of the show. We go talk to my man in Memphis, J.C. Smith, the man that clicks sports bar and billiards every Saturday night for you, giving you the karaoke of all time, City of Memphis. I don't Malco away. J.C., what's good, bro? The boss. What's going on, bro? Man, Bray, I'm enjoying Super Bowl week here in Atlanta, man. All the fine honeys are down there, and the wagons are out in full force. I mean, all the all the thoughts are out here, man. All the gold diggers, but they all want one thing. They want some of the pipe, bro. <laughs> we knock the ball down. <laughs> hey, man, God bless them, man. God loves Super Bowl week, man. Yes, indeed. Well, bro, the big game is coming up. So I want to get your breakdown of the big game. Got the Rams playing the Patriots. And before we get into that, I want your take on the call. Got the Rams in the Super Bowl. What is your take on that call? And the Saints fans are whining. What's your whole opinion about the whole scenario? I mean, you know, you know, when it first happened, you know, initial reaction, I was, I was amongst, you know, everybody chiming in on it and thinking that the Rams, uh, that the Saints got robbed and everything, man. But, you know, after, you know, it kind of settled down and you go back and look at it, and even during that game, you know, the Saints benefited from, from uh, some bad calls as well. And, and on, that, on that particular play in question, you know, when, when you go back and look at it, when you rewind the tape, uh, the Saints got away with a couple things on that play as well. Got away with a face mask, uh, the offensive lineman committee, got away with a holding, uh, the one the lineman committee. And then if you look closely, uh, it, lo- it looks like the ball was tipped. Uh, as well by one of the Rams' uh, defensive line. So, you know, technically, should should, have, should uh, the flag have been thrown? Yes. But when you go back and look at it, you know, it kind of makes you feel feel a little better about it. After You know, looking back on it now, as opposed to when it initially happened, thinking that it's a problem, man. But they really didn't, you know. They still, you know, missed out on plays and didn't make the plays necessary to win. So, you know, the Rams, you know, they, they – they they're here because they're supposed to be here, man. You got that right. And uh, do you feel like the NFL should let passive friends become reviewable now or no? I wouldn't. I wouldn't because you know don't let the outcry over there one you know one bad call you know uh, maybe slow down the game even further. You know the next time to where they do go and review it and you know then to open up. I think to open up Pandora's box. Okay, so we're gonna review past the appearance, then we need to go read the review hold. You know what I'm saying? Like, where does it stop? You know, referees, they're human. They make mistakes. They come in a very untimely period. Yeah, it did. But, you know, it's part of the game, man. You got to keep it moving. You got that right, bro. You got that right. Let's look at the game, bro. I think it's going to be a game of running the football. Because the Pats, you know, they ran the ball in Kansas City and the Chargers. I think it's going to be Michelle Burkhead and James White out of the backfield catching those pretty much long handoffs, which is a little short, short little dinky duck passes that Brady's throwing. So I think Todd Gurley, if he shows up in his old somebody of Georgia, C.J. Anderson, as the, the, the backing him up there, it could control the clock with that outside zone with the Rams run, maybe could make break the belt, hold the hoodies defense down. So how you feeling about this matchup so far when you're looking at the Rams offense versus the pass defense and vice versa on that one? Man, you're right, boss. You know, that's, that's going to be the key. It's going to be time of possession because, you know, the Patriots, they're going to bore you to death, you know, on offense. Like you said, with the little dink and dunk passes that Tom Brady uh, uh, does there. He throws uh, Sonny Michelle, James White. You know, they're going to be huge factors in the game as well, man. So, and that's what, that's what the Patriots do better than anybody, man, especially with two weeks to prepare. They're going to just scheme 
the Rams to death. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the Rams is weak is at, the Patriots are going to find a way to exploit that. And like I said, the Rams, they, you have to, in order to beat the Patriots, and, you know, this is the law now when it comes to Super Bowl victories or Super Bowl defeats for the Patriots, it's the fact that if a team can put pressure, if a defense can put pressure on Tom Brady, if your front four can somehow get pressure on Tom Brady and interrupt his, his pattern, interrupt his timing, that's the only way that you have a chance to beat the Patriots, man. You gotta be able to put pressure on them. And you would think with Indominus Sue and 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 uh, Aaron, Aaron Donald, you know, guys uh, of that nature on the defensive line for the Rams, that they should be able to get some type of pressure on Tom Brady because if he's allowed to sit back there and you know dink and dunk and throw his little you know slants and you know stop to uh, uh, Gronkowski and Elliman, like it's gonna be a long day for the Rams, man. Like I said, go take time possession. And also, you got to be able to put pressure on uh, on Tom Brady if you want to have a chance to, to beat him. Yeah, up there, right? Hit him up the middle with Brockers, Fowler, yeah. Sue, and Donald running them TE stunts, them tight, the end tackle stunts there, and hopefully covering them with seven men, but not going to what the Chiefs did, that two-man under, that, that the Chiefs are staying that two-man under, and Brady ate alive. You got to mix it up between cover two, real cover two, and two-man, not just two-man every time. But if the Chiefs didn't line up off sides like, like clowns. Yeah, it's been game, game it over, right. right. Exactly. So, yeah, so, bro, I, now, me personally, because, you know, I'm in Atlanta now, so I'm so I moved to. The Patriots are not wanting here, so I'm going to stick with the city. I want to turn on, turn on. I'm going to go with the Rams because I got to keep everybody happy inside. <laughs> That's what they want to win. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know. You know, Rams, Rams, I'm not sorry, Saints and Falcons fans, you know, they, they don't really see eye to eye, man. So, you, you know, you got to be a Rams fan this weekend. <laughs> yes, indeed. So, you know, we got that going. And in the NBA, bro, news is breaking. And Anthony Davis wants to trade out of New Orleans like we know it was someone coming. But he has Agent Rich Paul on the record to Woj. And Davis got fined $1,000 because of Paul going to Woj. So, Trying to force his way out to LSU and get that full supermax from the Lakers. He he does not want to lose that, that lose that money from having to sign there as a free agent. So, what are your thoughts on the whole Rich Park and Davis Pelicans dynamic? And should the Pelicans hold on firm and wait to get that Boston offer and have that Boston try to pull the Paul George and Kawhi and give them a year to convince them to stay? Man, this is one of those things, man, where you know you really can't find fault with either party. You know. You understand uh, Rich Paul and uh, Anthony Davis' position of what they're trying to do and, and you know, trying to force a way to L.A. And, and still be able to keep that uh, Supermax deal. And then if you're the Pelicans, you know, uh, Dale Dempsey and, and company, the general manager, you're well within your right to sit and, and not do anything. Because, you know, right now, if you're looking at as far as an entertaining package for Anthony Davis, you would have to think that Boston will be able to offer more than L.A. can right now, you know, with the the number of picks that Boston has and the young talent that they have on that end. Like, you're going to start over. Like, I would rather take that deal from Boston anyway, you know. And and the Boston, you know, want to take a chance with Anthony Davis, you know, not re-signing. But, yet, but a lot of people think that if he does go to Boston and Kyrie is still there, him and Kyrie are good friends, they'll somehow make that, make that work, man. But Magic and, and the Lakers are on the clock, man. They have to find a way to get this done. And 
if you are the Lakers, you got to throw in the kitchen sink, man. I'm, I'm offering everybody except Cal Kuzma. <laughs> Y'all can have everybody else except Kuzma, and, and I'll give you maybe a first-round pick this year, next year, maybe a second-round pick in 2021. But you got to make it happen, man, because Magic, you know, he promised, you know, to bring the Lakers back to, to glory, man. And, like, this is the only way to do it is to pair LeBron up with another superstar, man. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens going forward. And I feel like if they miss out on, on Anthony Davis, they might get anybody because yeah. nobody's talking about going to L.A. Yeah. I mean, Paul George didn't go there because yeah. LeBron was there. Yeah. And you know, Durant does not, not want to go there because, because – Yeah. So it's like – I mean, come on. So, uh, this is Magic Johnson's chance where he gonna, if he strikes out, him and Plinka might need to be fired. Man. They're trying to fire Luke fire themselves. It's, it's Anthony Davis a bust, really, uh, for the Lakers at this point. It really is. And you, who would have thought people would be running away from Lakers because of that LeBron James? When you go to him, you're diminished. And I don't believe Kyrie wants to go back out to LA. I think Kyrie just throwing stuff out there because that's what Kyrie does. Yeah, and then, but like I said, you know, a Hollywood story, a Hollywood script. You know, could you imagine a team with LeBron, Kyrie, Anthony Davis, though? I could imagine it, but I don't think it ever happened. Uh, it, it's, it's like a small thing that could really happen. I don't see it really going down. Because Kyrie wanted to leave so bad to get his own team to become his own man. Then you don't go back to the man who you want to get away from so you, you can be your own man. Makes no sense to yeah, me. Yeah, makes no sense. But, you know, he's been talking about, you know, how much he appreciates you know, what LeBron was trying to do for him and – you just never know, man. You just never know how these things play out, man. You really don't. You get there, right? And, bruh, since last we talked to you, the Grizzlies actually finally followed our advice for years. Oh, my God. They're going to put Mike Conley and Gasol on the trade block, but years too late. So, how are the fans in Memphis reacting to the fact that Mike Conley and Mark Gasol may be gone? I think they will because their contracts are so, are so bad. They won't be going anywhere. But in the, the possibility of them going – how are the fans of Memphis receiving that right now? Man, you know what? I think the consensus amongst all Grizz fans, they're realizing now that uh, we may have waited too long uh, as far as trying to move Gasol, and, and especially especially Gasol. Not so much Conley. I think the fans would be okay with Conley sticking around maybe another year. But I think they realize now that Gasol should have been gone at least two years ago, you know, when you could have really got max, uh, you know, uh, max return for uh, for. Mark Gall, man, and you know reports are that Portland is really pursuing uh, pursuing uh, Marcus All tough right now. They're trying to put together a package to get uh, to get Mark, thinking they have a chance to uh, contend in the uh, in the West with uh, Marcus All up there in Portland, man. So I think you know in the next couple of weeks, man, I, I I can see a deal happening, uh, definitely before the deadline uh, or, or maybe uh, all season, man. But especially before the deadline, man, see Gasol. Gasol go somewhere, man. Maybe Portland. You know they could use them, man. Some other teams out there that could, uh, they definitely have some interest in them. But you know it, it's been it's been something that's been in the making for a while now. We talked about it for a long time, like you said, boss. And it was a year or two too late. But uh, you, know, you gotta do what's necessary now. And now, I know I feel bad for his bigger staff. Like he gets the yeah. job, he's only got a three year contract. Yeah, he's he's piling up losses on his record. Right. You know how the Grizz front office so fickle. They'll fire him. I guess it's his fault. Exactly. You know how it goes, man. And it's really Chris Wallace's fault, as always. As always, <laughs> as always, man. And Chris Wallace will definitely be out of here, man, next year. 
He's out of here. I mean, you should gotta, you gotta get rid of Gasol, Conley, Chris Wallace, and start over and keep Bickerstaff because he's about only thing you got going positive, build around Jaron Jackson Jr. and grow from there. Because right now, like we like you said, the Grizzlies went too far with the grit and grind and it's tapped out. And bruh, I, when I watch on Fox Sports South, look like the stands are empty. I don't know what they fix for them now. It looked very empty. Like, I felt the fans would lose interest as well. And that's not good either. Absolutely, man. Like I said, I went to the game uh, for uh, MLK Day uh, last Monday. And, man, it felt like a funeral in there, dude. It was, a, you know, a decent crowd, but it was so dead in there. There was no energy, no excitement. And that's the state of the Grizz right now, man. You know, they just, you know, feel like they're kind of just idling, you know, uh, you know, not really being able to move forward. Not able to go back, you know, just kind of stuck in the middle right now. Yes, the last one I got for you, bro. It's time for you now, brother. Throw out your people. Super Bowl weekend, the big game. So, what you got planned? It, it clicks tonight to get ready for Super Bowl. Get the the primer for the big game man, on Sunday on CBS. The pre the pre party going down tonight, man. You know where it is. Clicks the number one hangout, the number one party spot. In the city, man, if you love karaoke, we got you. You know, if you, if you love, you know, good food, good drinks, we got you. And, boss, we got something new going on starting this uh, tonight also, man. You know, we got uh, our new talent showcase where we're giving an opportunity, giving a spotlight to all the, you know, the young, high rappers out there, all the, all the singers out there, you know, uh, comedians, spoken word arts, like whatever you do, whatever your talent is, man, we're giving you a chance to showcase it. You know, right at clicks each and every Saturday night. That's how we're doing it, man. Memphis got talent starting up tonight. And then, you know, the pregame, pre-party for the Super Bowl is going down tonight, too, man. Come check us out. No doubt. Check out my man, J.C. Smith in Memphis at Click Sports Bar and Beats. I don't mouth away. Check him out, folks. This boss is J.C. We out, fam. All right, folks. Back on the Boss Man Show. Time to be joined by my girl, J. Monique, who's enjoying the colder weather in Florida, the Arctic Blasts in Georgia, so that was in Florida too, I was at the Pro Bowl on Sunday in Orlando, the rain and I was just miserable on the field at Camping World Stadium Sunday Jay, because all that rain and wind and cold in Florida Yes, it rained for like 24 hours straight non-stop Yeah, not to tell you want to work, work it inside with a microphone and a, and a, and a mic and an earpiece in your ear, not fun at all But, Jay, you got some bad takes for us today. What do you have to start us off with? I have to shake my head already. Uh, yes, the first one is United Airlines kicked off a fat shaming passenger from their flight. She said, quote, I can't sit here because they're both big, left and right. I can't even sit here. So she was ranting and raving and, com- and complaining. A woman sitting in the center seat on a United Airlines flight from Las Vegas to Newark, New Jersey, was reportedly removed from the plane after she fat shamed the passengers who was seated next to her. The incident happened before takeoff on New Year's Day, and they caught that on video as well. A video of what occurred was recorded by Norma Rogers, and it went viral just shortly afterwards. So what happened was she was talking on her cell phone and was complaining that she was stuck between Rogers and her traveling companion. Rogers then asked the flight attendant to fight to find the woman another seat, adding that she would not be verbally abused by this B or anybody else. 
the woman said, I can't sit here because they're both so big left and right. I can't even sit here. The flight attendant offered the woman another seat. And as the woman stood to change seats, she decided to announce to everybody on the plane, I eat salad. Wow. That's your take? Yep, that, that was her take and she went with it. First of all, you fat shame these poor people who aren't feeling better about themselves, who are probably eating cookie out their own selves or Wendy's or something. Then you go with your takes about them being big, which is bad. Then you go, I eat salad? Yep. Ma'am, what's your deal? It's not even a take. I eat salad. What? How's it relevant to your, to your problem? You know, you... If you had an issue, you should have booked the first class flight. Uh, you should have paid more for a, a ticket. Uh, maybe get an end seat. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, there are ways around this problem. Or you can just calmly say, hey, is there an open seat I can go to? Because, you know, they're kind of heavy. And I just do it in a subtle, calm way. Not this whole, oh, they're fat as hell. I can't breathe. It's squeezing me. I eat salad. Say, come on, like, lady. Yeah, that was so unnecessary. What she did, and I agree with you. Like, she could have just been more discreet about it and just, you know, uh, pulled the flight attendant to the side. Like, hey, you know, can you find another seat for me? You know, that's a little bit more comfortable. She didn't even have to say, oh, they're fat and all this other stuff. She could have just said, you know, I'm a little uncomfortable there, and without even making a scene. It's always how you say it. It's not what you say. It's how you say it. That's what it's always about. Yep. The delivery of that message could have been... Then we would have made our, our segment. She was just calm about it. This is my take, Jay. You know? And... Now, I can't say this for men, but it was, at a certain point, most women will be fat because they're pregnant at some point. So, is she has she not have kids or something? Because she was pregnant and big, and, and her third trimester, she was kind of fat to a degree. People that shame her for being pregnant and big in her third trimester. No. Don't hurt this couple who like to eat more, more, more than you and I do. Let them be. Just right. slide to the side, calmly, discreetly. Live to fight another day and live to get to Newark, New Jersey, to the bricks in Newark, New Jersey, on NJ Trans, the five train out there. <laughs> it, it's not shocking. She's from power Newark. It's not shocking to me. He put Newark a very rude and out of control anyway. So it's whatever. That, that, she, you know what she needs to do? Jump in the in, in that Hudson River and leave it alone. Call it a <laughs> kill herself now. So you don't doubt. What you got else for us, Jay? A South Carolina man allegedly faked his own kidnapping to scam his mother out of guess how much? $130. And he told her that he would be killed if she didn't get it. So this 19-year-old South Carolina te- uh, teenager, he was accused of faking his own kidnapping in an attempt to extort his mother out of just over $130. His name is Emmanuel Franklin. And he was arrested for blackmail on Thursday last week after attempting to carry out the scheme two days prior. An arrest warrant released this week alleged the suspect had caused his mother to believe he would be killed by the kidnappers 
if she did not provide the cash demanded from her. The mother, who was not named by the sheriff's office, told deputies she was contacted by a private cell phone number. On the call, she heard her son in an unknown voice, who said $130 would have to be placed in a mailbox on Bagnell Drive or her son's life would be at risk. Suspicions were raised after she recognized that the mailbox address belonged to the residence of Franklin's father. I mean, really? So then Franklin later admitted that he had fabricated the tale to get $130 from his mother. So he admitted to this take, like, yes, he did it, to get $130 from his mother. It was not yet explained why the teenager had needed the money. And also remaining unclear was the identity of the second individual on the cell phone call. So you just couldn't ask her, ask her for, for, for that one thirty though, Frank? You couldn't do that, Frank? One thirty from your mama or your daddy? I mean, what is this so pressing that you need? A video game? A new pair of jeans? A hat? A sweater? I, I mean, if you don't scam, go big and scam. You know, I mean, really. You don't scam. You don't scam. Go big. I mean, that's my thing. And I, this is my first take about this. This is my first thoughts. How do you make a kidnapping? That's, how do you do that? And why? Again. Like, this elaborate non-good scheme <laughs> for 130. I think that's the thing that got me the most. Not only did he, you know, try to scheme his his poor mother, you know, the, the person who gave birth to him, but the fact that he tried to scheme her out of just $130. I mean, he could have just literally either asked for the money, number one, or two, work for it. Like, he could have earned that in, like, one or two days of working eight-hour shifts. Yeah, go to the temp service. Yeah. Yeah. After hours, you know, you guys want to get one thirty fast, but to go to I mean, one thirty. Thought you'd be like one hundred thirty thousand dollars, maybe. I mean, maybe I get that. I don't agree with it, but I can get that. But for one thirty, yeah, one hundred and thirty dollars. I mean, you can hustle that from from the barber shop where your friends are. I mean. 130 is easy to pull off. Yep. Now, I can't... Come on, man. This is pathetic. I mean... And and I know he's African-American, unfortunately. Which makes it even worse. Yes, he is. That's what makes it worse. He's African-American. I don't understand. I don't get it. I never will get it, actually. I mean, there are certain certain takes I never will understand. That's one of them. Like, I, I, I'm not gonna get that. Like, I'm just not gonna get that take. And I've another bad take, a bonus bad take. There was a Florida man that found a old World War II grenade while fishing. He was outside of a Taco Bell. He found a World War II grenade. Yes. Outside of a Taco Bell. Found it while fishing. Ah. And he went to Taco Bell, left it out front front of Taco Bell. He's so stupid. <laughs> really? Yeah. 
Oh yeah, let me just go ahead and place this grenade here. <laughs> a public place where, you know, people and families and children are walking in and out of every day. Hmm. Exactly. Like, now look, I know Taco Bell causes grenades to come out of your rear most people. I know it does me. If you eat a, a Taco Bell meal, it's going to come out of you in about two hours the wrong way. I mean, maybe he's trying to simulate that for the grenade. Who But first of all, how do you find a, if you find a grenade while fishing, why, why are you putting it in your car or boat to take it with you? Exactly. That's like a, a, a catch and release thing, right? Catch, oh, oh no, release that, catch and release, please. Not only do you catch it, you transport it with your fish to the back of your truck. And you take it out of the truck, put it at Taco Bell's. Taco Bell a live World War II grenade yeah that's what I don't get it's like I wouldn't be transporting anything like that with me it's like once he saw it he should have just left it alone like oh grenade you know and just leave leave it alone and he transports it with him and then decides to leave it at a very public place I don't know who at Taco Bell pissed him off yeah, that's how somebody that might make that man mad. He gonna kick him out there for, for retribution on his own, on somebody at Taco Bell. Now, like, dude, for real. Maybe the guy from there or somebody got his order wrong at some point. Exactly. Not that that justifies putting a grenade there. That's that's just overdrive right there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and Jay, our three stories tonight on the Boss Report. I mean, the man takes it could be all of it the same day on time. I don't give a shit. It could be all of it. <laughs> Bad takes be guy even worse takes. They sure did. They sure did. We thought the one from last week was <laughs> It's like it never fails. The same never fails. Bad takes be even worse takes. We start off with fat shaming, move to a 130 scheme. Until a guy going with a grenade to Taco Bell. And never ends. That got worse. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, that got worse. Yeah, it got worse from level to level. <laughs> so, the same lives true again, folks, on the bad takes segment. Bad takes beget even worse takes. And that's what happens on the bad takes with Jay Monique and the boss man. And check us out at bossmanshow.com. New site. Catch us everywhere on bossmanshow.com. Uh, we're on Audio Boom and Anchor. We may be on another streaming service real soon. Allegedly. Probably. I don't want to jinx it. Maybelly. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> it's coming soon. So, folks, they stay with us on the Bossman Show. We got more show for after break. We got two boss reports for you. After bad takes, Dick is able to the Boss Man Show. Bossman.com. All right, folks, back on the Boss Man Show. Time for the Boss Report with Jay Monique. Jay, I know last week's stories was crazy. Uh, that fish story with the smell like vagina, my man raping the fish. We got emails upon emails about that story, Jay. And to me, that might be one of the worst stories I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> Once again, I'm gonna put this PSA out there, people. Uh, a vagina should not smell like a fish, a catfish should not smell like that. If it does, you should run. 
Just saying. <laughs> you should run from that. So, folks, you've been waiting on it. It's time for it. It's here. False report. First story is this, Jay. Hold up. Wait a minute. Meek Mill was spotted with a gots-to-be glued goddess despite the history of adhesive hairline women when it comes to his women. Okay, say that again. What, yes. what happened with Meek Mill? Oh, okay. Meek Mill was spotted with a gots-to-be glued goddess despite his history of adhesive hairline aversion in his women. So she, he had a sew-in glue queen. He don't like this, allegedly. <laughs> so he had he had a, a sew-in glue queen. Yeah, he's already he don't like sew-ins or adhesive hair. But yeah, he had one. Yeah. All oh, these hypocrites in this industry. I'm telling you. I, that's all I have to say about that. I feel it's hypocritical and contradictory. I agree with you. I'm right there with you. And uh, get this: Florida woman's arrested for stripping down naked, dancing in the Waffle House parking lot because the meal was so good, and she tickled her fancy. I don't know what that means. Oh, I think I know what tickled her fancy means. <laughs> By this point, <laughs> hold up. I tried waffle house before. They are right, but they're not that good. No offense. <laughs> and even if the food was amazing, how does one come to the point where they strip off all their clothes and decide to dance in the parking lot because the food was that good? Just say the food was good and go about your business like what normal stuff. To make her get like that, I don't know if it was that loud or what's going on because. <laughs> Yeah. I've never heard of that. Like, I mean, that food must have been beyond amazing and delicious for her to turn around and do that. And she was a bigger woman. And a lot of jelly rolling in that parking lot, I must say. Yeah, she wasn't dancing. She was rolling. I was like, uh, man, oh, man. I shook my head in the video when I saw it. And it threw me off. And we got this story. On your head, Dream Doll replies to crusty, uncouth, kiss and tell Canadian Tory Lanes says, "Quote: He ate her ass and sucked her feet through her socks." What in the hell? What? Big nonsense is it? And then on top of that, why does he feel the need to tell the whole world this? Exactly. I don't like when people do that. If you do whatever happens in the bedroom, should stay in the bedroom, regardless of any type of falling out. That should never leak out to the public. That's your business, and it goes to show what type of mindset he has. Don't mess with Tory Lane; he'll put you out there. Exactly. But some desperate thought will get with him, just hoping he'll put her on. Yep. We kissing and tell dudes they are not what it is. And this story is right here, Jay. It reminds us of our, our man's line. Listen to this. Catch it, catch it right here. Florida man pays someone else 27 cents so that he can have $420 in his bank account. 
They paid somebody else twenty-seven so he could have four hundred twenty dollars in his bank account. Correct. So what does the person receiving the twenty-seven cents get out of it? Exactly. <laughs> like that already don't even sound right. The person was that willing and stupid to just accept twenty-seven cents from him to trade four hundred twenty dollars with him? What kind of trade-off is this? That is some. That is a pathetic take. Somebody who can't do math. Yeah. Like, what, what was the 27 cents, like, interest or something? Is this a loan that this guy has to pay back on top of the 27 cents? Oh, my God. I have no what is going on here? That story is terrible as well. <laughs> terrible story. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God, it's terrible. We got this story. Vacation gone bad. Black China and her filthy flavor of the week have a physical fallout at Hawaii Resort and the 5 responds promptly. Black China's, uh, like, for some reason, she's always ending up fighting or squabbling with somebody. She just cannot stay out of drama. She kind of reminds me of Tommy from, from Love and Hip Hop. Exactly. Like, just calm down. Exactly. Calm the Calm the bleep down, Black Channel. Enjoy your Kardashian man. Meet you get over there. Chill out. Hey, exactly. It is a Florida crazies. Unhinged husband arrested and charged for mushing wife's head in the face with a burrito. I sure refuse to top it off. Top him off. That's what got her to blow the face. My lord. Wow. <laughs> so let me get this straight. <laughs> so this must this burrito incident, it must have happened after. It seems like Homeboy was holding a grudge against her from yeah. maybe like maybe a night before. So he decided to set her down for what should have been a casual burrito dinner. Yes. He knew what he was doing. He set her up for the L. Yes, he did. Yes, this Florida guy did. He's going to be doing some time for it, allegedly, with simple assault to charge right now. Boy, boy, boy. Like, how does one go to court for smashing somebody's face with a burrito? Like, how does that even sound when the judge is reading that off? That's what I'm wondering right now. Uh, we have a case between the state of Florida versus Florida man who you're here because you mushed your wife in the face with a burrito because she wouldn't top you off. Is that correct, sir? <laughs> yes, Your Honor. Uh, how, how, how do you plead, sir? Guilty. What should I send you to? Kitchen work. Done. How can you prosecute that case? That's like, how do you prosecute that? Yeah, like, how does this work? And then, how embarrassing is that? It's not like, okay, he's going to be the only one in the courtroom with his lawyer and the judge and, and the state attorney's office. No, you have other defendants in the courtroom as well. You don't talk about him like a dog. Man, dude, really? I'll let you get, get, get yourself topped off. I mean, 
I, I get that will upset you. I, 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 I get that. I'm, I'm with you. You don't get me upset. I'm not going to throw a point on somebody's face. <laughs> I, I might just want to withhold my own offering. Balls, that's right, okay? No, okay. You don't get to get done this thing, okay? So, right, yeah, that's the normal way to do it. So, if she refuses your your request, refuse her request, so we can come to a have a meeting here. Okay, I'm not getting right. what I want. You ain't getting what I want, so we need to come together about this. He didn't even leave the table open for negotiations. Like it was just okay. She refused, so he turned around, set her up, and mushed her in the face with the burrito the next day. And they said he used like he knew he was going to mush her in the face like before he, before he, they even sat down to eat burritos. He knew he wanted to mush her in the face with the burrito. And so that he used That's the what plate I think. to put in her face. He was the plate. He took it off the plate. Plate in her face. Plate to her face. Really? Now I mean, he, he went plate to face. Even worse. Wow. All because he wanted some sloppy topic. He ain't getting it now. Not in speaking of sloppy topic, uh, Bill Cosby of all people was reportedly targeted by a drone hovering over the Pennsylvania prison yard. I wonder what a drone would want with him, like maybe to see what he's doing, like what life is like for him in prison. Are they really that nosy? My man is getting walked around with a walker, he's not living his best life. No, he's not. He's miserable. He wants to go home as with anybody else. You know? So they decide to make his life even more miserable by spying on him. Exactly. Terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. And we got this. Florida woman arrested after spanking other, kids, other parents' kids with a wooden belt of wood, a wooden spoon at a wild sleepover where she gave some of the kids a sex lesson. What? Yes. Okay, hold up. That lesson shouldn't even be spoken of, especially without the parents, like, you know what I mean? Like, knowledge or consent. Because, of course, she gave a live lesson, it. Jay. A live lesson. Oh, oh, heck no. <laughs> even worse. This is worse. This is sex. <laughs> yeah. And then the wooden spoon part is like. Okay, so back in the day, that used to be actually like a common form of discipline was like the wooden spoon. They even did that in the schools, actually. Some of the like the private schools and the Catholic schools and stuff like that, they would use like the wooden spoons as part of discipline. But they wouldn't like literally like whack them around with it. You know, kind of like you stick your hand out, you know, they, they whack you with it. Since she had young boys giving her a toothpick treat. Oh no, she should just get thrown under the jail. Not in the jail, under it. Yeah, she's doing the most. That's that's sick. That's disgusting. Yes indeed. Got this story, which is amazing to me, but I'm not shocked by it. Former NFL star Clinton Porter says he took shots of Hennessy in rum before a game to dead in the pain. I would say that a lot of them do that. Don't a lot of them drink Hennessy and rum and stuff like that? Yeah, but not before the games, though. He's out there playing in the field drunk. Yeah, that, that that's pretty messy. That's pretty messy. That That's not cool at all. 
Because then that, that throws you off your game right there. You don't know what you're doing. I wouldn't either. I get you in pain, but come on, dude. Really? So you that drunk so you don't feel the pain? I got you. I got you. Let's do this boss support is this tonight. And this boss support here is this. Florida woman and husband prepping for fall of U.S. government accused of swindling $5 billion from the tobacco company of choice. So how do they, like, swindle this money exactly? Set up a fake business account. You know, they, they were distributors or trying to get, get product. They hacked into the, the main system and took the money. Well, they, Dang. The IP address still, your IP address does not change. They know where you use that fools. They're so right, dumb. That's why you do it at the library. If you want to act fool, use the library IP address. The library. Right. Nobody knows. It, it can be anybody at the library. Exactly. Like, that was dumb. Very. And then they really thought they were going to get away with it, too. Like fools. Like fools. So, folks, that's the most important part one. We got a part two for you after break. BossmanShow.com, Boston Radio Network, Boston J, and Boston Port Part 2. Up next for you after the break. Alright, folks, back in the Boss Man Show, Boston Port Part 2. Jay Wiz heard Part 1. I can say off the air, man. These stories are out of control with Jay. I was going to keep in our world today. Yeah, these people are so out of control. Out of there. Like, they are all the way late. We're going to talk about them some more. We got part two, folks, so you've been waiting on it. It's time for it. It's here. It's about support. All right, Jay. First story on part two is this. Dog stealing Florida man. Rested for witness tampering by pumping some juice into the woman whose dogs he stole in the first place. Wait. So the dog, what happened with the dog? Who stole the dog? The, the, the man. And he's arrested for tampering with us because he uh, been having sex with the woman's dog. He stole his drop case. That is disgusting. How does one bring themselves to not only steal animals, but to engage in certain encounters with them? Because there's just way too many humans on the planet. First yeah. the fish story from last week, and now somebody's <laughs> dog. Yeah, I don't understand that either. I'm like, why are we doing this as humans? That is sick. He needs to get thrown under the jail, too. Yes, indeed. We got this. Snow so special. Jeannie May responds to rumors that her and young Jeezy are together. He's blowing her backs to some of the rings. So she's confirming that her and Jeezy are in fact together and that he's good in the whatever they're doing? Yes, she's confirming the snowman. Hey, yeah, Trump or die. <laughs> he's popping off. Honestly, if, if that, 
First of all, what happened with Jeannie and her and her and her husband? I thought she was married to some producer of The Real. I thought so too. That's where I'm caught off guard with this. I'm like, hold up, wait a minute. Then on top of that, Jeannie and Young Jeezy, how is that even a match made in heaven? I know, right? Jeezy. Yeah. What? And she confirmed it. This is for real. Oh my gosh. Who was that guy that uh, Tony Braxton was with? Birdman. Birdman. That's about as opposite as, as Tony Braxton and Birdman right now. This is what it looks like. Yeah. And dude, that guy on his face, Lamar Tyson. Pathetic. Oh, good gracious. This next story going to throw you off too. Florida Man Team. Sets mom on fire with a mo, mo, uh, a cocktail, touch with a baseball bat, and sticks a to bat up her boyfriend's ass. Whoa, that sounds like some something set up on one of those Home Alone movies. <laughs> yeah, that's what I threw off. Like what? Like he really put a lot of thought and effort behind this. And they said it on mother on fire. What with these dudes and their mothers? Like, like these people birthed them out. They're and he decided to set his own mother on fire. Like, hey, what's she do to make a mess? Exactly, these dudes are tripping. Man, and obviously he had a beef with her boyfriend too. Yeah, I'm gonna bet up somebody's record. That's a little bit. Out of yeah, that says a lot. That's like, okay, dude, like <laughs> get out. Like, <laughs> yeah, wow. Got this in his reusable, recyclable bag. Actor Jeffrey Owens stunts on deplorable W2-list Dusties at SAG Awards, feels redemption after Trader Joe's shaming from last year. Okay, so what did he do again? Remember that actor Jeffrey Owens was talking about the guy shamed for being at uh, oh, was, yeah. At the, the SAG Award, talking about how, hey, Redemption's great. You know, he took work while he was not getting any gigs. So I don't see like, anything wrong with that. Everybody's got to do what they got to do. What is he going to do, sit there and, and starve and not pay his bills? I mean, actually, um, there's a lot of actors, actually, who, you know, if they can't get gigs, they do something else on the side until they can get regular work. I don't judge or not nobody for that. Exactly. So folks tripping as usual. And we got this. Florida man puts gun on driver on I-4 and try to pass it. You know what? It is not that serious. How does one go from being on the road to somebody trying to pass them, cut them off or whatever, to that person pulling a gun on them? It's not that serious. And it's I-4. I-4 is one of the busiest highways in Orlando or Central Florida, period. I-4 stays busy. So it's going to be like that. People are going to try to pass you or cut you off. But it shouldn't come to the point where somebody's pulling a gun or engaging in any act of violence. It is not that serious. Calm down. Thank you. It is. Any time she can cut me off per day? No, I pull a rap on you. Here you go. The AK is ready for you, like for real. Why do you have an AK in your car? And it was an AK. My gosh. (laughs) Yeah. I know, right? We got this. Knowledge is power. 
Powerball. Retired Michigan couple finances $26 million off the Michigan lottery by cracking the code illegally. Why? Yeah. Say the what? The hustle is real. I don't get the lottery and how those numbers come out. I don't know how you crack the code. I don't get that. Yeah, I'm I'm confused. I thought it was something that was just random. I didn't know that there was like some type of code to figure out what the next numbers were gonna be. <laughs> Terrible. I, I don't get it. That story is perplexing me. I'm not a gambler, yeah. so I don't really know how to play the lottery that good. Powerball stuff, give me whatever comes out of the end of the damn machine. I don't know the, the, the methods of what number's gonna fall. I don't get that crap, so. Yeah, me too. Crack, it's like, I just do quick pay. If I'm gonna crack the code, they must be good at it. I mean, man. Crazy. And we got this story. Florida man arrested after tipping to barbecue child molesters in his community. He was arrested for trying to barbecue the child molesters. Mm-hmm. I don't see what he did wrong. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, seriously, they were child molesters. I could see if it was he was trying to barbecue, you know, innocent people or something, but they're child molesters. Exactly. They deserve what they deserve. So then they made the child molesters have to be the victims, and now this guy is sitting in jail now. It more seemed like he was trying to protect his community. That's what it more seemed like. Now, the way how he went about it, eh, but, you know, I, I get it. You know what I mean? I get it. I wouldn't do it, but I get it. Yeah, he went about trying to blowtorch any and every child molester sex offender in the area. Get a blowtorch. A live one. Dang. Oh, he meant it. <laughs> he was not playing at all. A vigilante, but he he's in jail for it now. Yeah, honestly, I don't think he should have been arrested. That's just my personal opinion. I really don't think he deserves to be in jail for that. I'm with you. I think he did nothing wrong, but in the eyes of the Civil County Sheriff Department, he did something wrong. Of course, Florida. Yes, indeed. We got Hold the Mayo. Michael B. Jordan spotted. At film festival, flirting with a brown-skinned banger, Kiki Lane, after his known love of the swirl. Okay, so it looks like he's switching up now and switching races. Yeah, he looks like he's trying to get 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 it right and get it tight with the color. <laughs> he getting back with the sisters. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it depends on how the relationship, you know, works out and everything. And and what's really going to determine it is when they get into their argument. Yeah, because Becky's don't argue when her sisters argue. Yeah, that's what's been known is that, you know, the sisters allegedly argue more than the Beckys and the, the Beckys are more submissive. Uh, that takes that to true. Now, I've never been with a Becky. I'm scared of them. But based on takes I know firsthand, Jay's take is true. (laughs) 
I fear Becky's for various reasons. So I don't mess with them. But hey, more power to Michael B. Jordan, who's desired to come back to, to the bright side, per se. So, we have a Florida man, Jay, who causes $100,000 of damage to a Walmart liquor store. Not Walmart, but a Walmart liquor store under construction with a hot wire forklift he stole from Home Depot gives the police the name of Alice Wonderland and says a hooker smoking cow filler told him to do it. This is why he stole a forklift from Home Depot and caused all the damage to Walmart liquor stores because a caterpillar from Alice in Wonderland told him to do it. And he went with this cake and meant this. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> and expected them to believe this. Yes, they, yes he did. <laughs> First of all, Alice in Wonderland is not real. This is a very fictional story that's been around for years. Nobody from Alice in Wonderland is going to come and tell anybody anything. Amen. And they're certainly not going to tell you to steal a forklift from Home Depot and then... <laughs> What did he do with the fort? He crash it into this liquor store to cause all the damage? Yes. Yes. <laughs> the liquor store, the construction, he crashed into. He stole from Home Depot. Really? Did he at least get some liquor before he got arrested? I mean. No, but he said he was wearing a worn condom. That's what he says. He had a worn condom on. I don't oh, this story that. just keeps getting worse. <laughs> He had a worn condom on. So this man's walking around with a used condom on. Does that mean that he used it on himself or he had a, a quote, worn condom? I'd have heard it before. A quote, worn condom. Yeah, that's what I don't get, but I'm assuming that he used it on himself. <laughs> that he was doing things. Okay, if I'm getting okay, without having my condoms, I'm taking off and I'm done. Why would I keep it on? This is this is the same guy who said a caterpillar from Alice in Wonderland told him to steal this forklift from Home Depot. Oh God! So his way of thinking and our normal way of thinking are two different ways of thinking. And why was you driving a forklift down the street? <laughs> I'm wondering what his mission was. Like, even if this, even if he heard voices in his head telling him to do do something, like, what was the overall mission? Like, what was the end game to do this? Like, what was the benefit, and who was supposed to be benefiting? I have the man. This is one of the worst stories I heard as well. I don't understand this. I don't understand it either. I'm confused. There are two layers in this story. Too many layers. Yeah, too many. He's got on a worn condom. He's stealing forklifts from Home Home Depot because a caterpillar from Alice in Wonderland told him to do so. And then he proceeds to crash into a Walmart liquor store. Yeah, first, okay, Jay, maybe I'm out of touch. I know Walmart had a liquor store. I wasn't aware of it either. Maybe it's something new or, or whatever. Now, I do know that they have the Walmart neighborhood market, which they've had around for quite a few years, but they don't have it in every city. Yeah, I, I wasn't aware of Walmart liquor stores until this story. 
that's where I'm from, Wix. I'm I didn't know either. I'm like, Walmart, liquor store. What? <laughs> so it's a great value wine in there. Or an equate bottle of Hennessy. I don't want that. You know what? <laughs> this is wrong on so many levels. I'm not about to buy a bottle of equate Hennessy. Either the real deal or no deal. I'm about to get some great value hypnotic. <laughs> like you know, Walmart's gonna throw in their brand along with the like uh, real brand. Like no, I'm not still not, not gonna buy your brand. Like no. Yeah, it doesn't drive well. I don't. I'm, I'm averse to uh, great va- great value to tequila mix. I'm good on that. And you already don't like Walmart as it is. Yeah. So I see a liquor store in Georgia. I'm gonna look, I'm gonna take a picture of it and shame it. If, when I go see that see any quick bottle of wine, I'm gonna be I'm gonna lose it. I know you will. You'll be like, what? <laughs> I might walk right out. I might, I'm, I'm finished. I'm done for the day. <laughs> I'm finished. <laughs> no more shopping for me today. <laughs> I'm going or how home. about Great Value Vodka? That's that's pretty oh, bad. Oh hell no! Like yeah, it's like it's like the, that's like some T W Samuels almost. The bottom of the bottle. So this report again is out of control. As we, Jay, I think through tonight's segments on the show, today's segments, it's shown that the, what I said in bad takes is true. Bad takes, getting worse takes through the boss report, through the boss report part two. The takes got worse. Yep, they did. So I mean, the saying is so true, people. Bad taste getting worse taste in the boss report. So folks, check us out. Bossmanshow.com. Jay and I bringing you basketball support every week in the Bossman Show. Have a great week. Enjoy some Bowl Sunday. We are out. And if you don't know, now you know, you know.